Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The crowd in Philippi joined in the attack on Paul and Silas, and the magistrates had them stripped and ordered them to be beaten with rods. After inflicting many blows on them, they threw them into prison and instructed the jailer to guard them securely. When he received these instructions, he put them in the innermost cell and secured their feet to a stake. About midnight, while Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God as the prisoners listened, there was suddenly such a severe earthquake that the foundations of the jail shook. All the doors flew open, and the chains of all were pulled loose. When the jailer woke up and saw the prison doors wide open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, thinking that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted out in a loud voice, Do no harm to yourself. We are all here. He asked for a light and rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you and your household will be saved. So they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to everyone in his house. He took them in at that hour of the night and bathed their wounds. Then he and all his family were baptized at once. He brought them up into the house and provided a meal, and with his household rejoiced at having come to faith in God. The word of the Lord. Your right hand saves me, O Lord. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart, for you have heard the words of my mouth. In the presence of the angels I will sing your praise. I will worship at your holy temple and give thanks to your name. Because of your kindness and your truth, you have made great above all things your name and your promise. When I called, you answered me. You built up strength within me. Your right hand saves me. The Lord will complete what he has done for me. Your kindness, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the work of your hands. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Now I am going to the one who sent me. And not one of you asks me, where are you going? But because I told you this, grief has filled your hearts. But I tell you the truth, it is better for you that I go. For if I do not go, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world in regard to sin and righteousness and condemnation. Sin, because they do not believe in me. Righteousness, because I am going to the Father, and you will no longer see me. Condemnation, because the ruler of this world has been condemned. The Gospel of the Lord. The apostles grieved at the Last Supper. Grief had filled their hearts because Christ told them that he, that they would be kicked out of the synagogues and be killed. On top of that, he told them that he would be going away for a while. 
He then told them it was better. He left and he would send the advocate. But was all that reassuring to them? In those dark and dangerous days, did the apostles want to trade the security of Christ, the God-man that they could see and hear, for an unknown and unseen spirit? Why was it better Christ would leave? Well, what if after he rose from the dead, Christ kicked Pontius Pilate and Herod out of their respective palaces and set up residence in the temple in Jerusalem? What kind of faith would we have? We would have no faith. Would we keep the commandments? Yes. See, if we could see God perched on his throne in Jerusalem, live streamed into our living rooms, well, we would behave ourselves. And what kind of life would this be? A freedom-less dull and depressing one, something akin to living in a totalitarian state where an all-seeing government possesses total control over people's lives. It's interesting, crime in totalitarian states is generally low. That is because the governments watch every move their people make. In totalitarian governments, people need papers and passports to go anywhere. And so people who live in those kind of places, those who live in fear, keep their government's commandments. My friends, Christ left, but not really. He did not leave his orphans. Christ has sent the advocate, the spirit of truth, to dwell inside those who keep his commandments. And these commandments are not burdensome, but are rather the guideposts to freedom. And so during our earthly adventure, Christ is perched on his throne in the heavenly Jerusalem. Watching every move we make. But is Christ then some kind of totalitarian dictator, a ruthless judge, a a big brother? No. Totalitarians watch every move people make because totalitarians are paranoid, insecure bullies. They have no friends except the ones they threaten or buy off. Christ is not insecure. He's God. He is supremely confident. And he calls us friends. Friends he bought with his blood. He gives us time on earth to be his friends back. And the beautiful thing about it is that It is an invitation. It's not coercion. How dull and boring life is when there's no freedom to choose. If we remain in Christ by keeping his commandments, we do not have to grieve. We can be joyful. For Christ has already condemned the ruler of this world. Who then would be so foolish to refuse to engage in a battle that has already been won for him? For those who have the advocate inside of them, this temporary life on earth is hardly dull and depressing. On the contrary, it is a great adventure to have faith in Christ, to have faith in the promise he has made to those who keep his commandments. 